Social Zoom Factor, episode 104. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com slash HostGator. Your team is at the heart and soul of your business. You work hard to attract great people who help your business Zoom. Our new partner, Everyone Social, enables employees to become effective brand ambassadors by sharing, recommending, and promoting relevant content while building their personal online brand. Check it out and request a demo at socialzoomfactor.com slash everyone social. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we are going to talk about brand humanization. And I know I've done some podcasts on this in the past, but I've had some requests from quite a few people that they want to understand more about exactly how they can humanize their brand with some more ideas. So I want you to check out some of our past episodes. I do have the brand humanization in a nutshell. I have 13 characteristics of human brands. I will make sure that I link to those on the show notes page for this podcast at socialzoomfactor.com slash 104 because this is episode 104. But today we are going to talk specifically about 20 tips for you to humanize your brand. What does it really mean? And what are some things that you can do now, today? Not just theory, but things that you can do right now, changes you can make after you listen to this podcast. So I'm, my goal is that after you listen to this podcast today, or maybe even during, that there are some things that you will understand differently that you can implement into your next tweet, into your next Facebook post, into the next email newsletter you send, and that you will even start to think a little bit differently because truly humanizing your brand is really about being human. It's about thinking like a human, caring like a human, uh, looking at and seeing and hearing your audience as humans and understanding they're not just statistics on the other end of your Facebook page that is giving you a like increment number, right? You need to understand that your customers are human, your partners are human, your employees are human, and even Every single person in your social communities online is a human, even if they have a logo on their Twitter avatar, their Twitter profile, somewhere within that brand, there is a human, okay? So answer this question. Why are you talking to them like they are a robot who wants to read your corporate speak or read your spam, okay? Why are you afraid 
to let your human show. And so many people tell me this. They're like, I'm afraid to show the real me, like the human side of our business. I want to keep it buttoned up in a box, corporate, okay? Why are you trying to win them over with your silly marketing stunts and tricks, okay? It's not going to work. Trying to trick people on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Instagram is not going to help you achieve your business goals. Your audience wants to see you, they want to hear you, and they want to understand you. They want you to inspire them, connect with them, and help them solve their problems. They want to engage with you as a person. They want you to talk to them, and they want you to provide them with relevant content, relevant conversation, content that makes them think, content that makes them feel inspired, content that helps them be different, do better, do do more, and be more efficient in business and life. And that's why this podcast is the social Zoom factor. And that's why one of our taglines is live life Zoomed, because I truly believe that when you optimize both your business and your life, both your business and your life Zoom. When you optimize your life, you can better Zoom your business. When you optimize your business, you can Zoom your life, okay? So they both go together. It's kind of like peanut butter and jelly, all right? So life and business, we can't separate. And and that's very similar to how we are with social media because it becomes very hard, particularly the more your brand grows online and the more, you know, quote unquote popular you become where people want to talk to you no matter where you are. And, you know, I've even had people come up to me at events and say, I professionally stalk you every day. Um, the more that people are doing that to you and kind of hanging on every word that you say, that's a good problem to have. However, it becomes really difficult for us to separate uh, what's business and what's personal. And I always tell our clients and anybody that we consult that I can't necessarily tell you exactly how to set your privacy settings um, in a cookie cutter approach because every single one of us are different. Now I can consult with you, but what is uh, privacy and appropriate for you to share is different than what I'm going to share. So one of the things you really need to learn is the difference between authenticity and transparency. And I did a podcast on that. It was in one of my in a nutshell series. So I really encourage you to check that out. And I will make sure I include a link to that on the show notes page. But transparency is not the same as authenticity. And people think in order to be authentic that they need to share everything. Otherwise, they are not being authentic. And and really, how much you share is transparency, okay? Authenticity is based on what you're sharing is true, that you are the real you, and the list goes on. So make sure you understand the difference there and just know that your audience wants to connect with you, okay? Uh, They want you to be human. They want to connect with you as a human. People buy from people. People connect with humans, and we build relationships with other human beings. I don't build relationships necessarily with a logo, although I may like a brand and I engage with a lot of brands online. I still like knowing that there's a person behind that brand, right? When I work with a Panera Bread, for example, and I'm tweeting to them, telling them how much I love my vanilla latte light, I love the fact that I can go to my local franchise and pick up that latte. If it wasn't for that human being handing me that with a smile, wouldn't be the same, right? Same thing, Sprout Social, they're one of our partners that we work with. If they weren't so great in their customer service, if they weren't so great when we work with them on the phone and different projects we're doing with them, they wouldn't be human to me, right? And I can go down the list of all the other brands we work with, HostGator, for example, 
everyone social, one of our partners and sponsors, all of these people that we work with in business and life, we're working with the human behind the brand. Okay. I'm not just being sold by a logo. There's a person that's talking to me. Humanizing your brand is a requirement, not an option in today's social connected world. Okay. If you want to be in business two years, three years down the road, you need to put some muscle behind your brand humanization strategy because every day that you ignore this need is a day that you could be building relationships, that you could be fostering community, that you could be you know, igniting new friendships, that you could be establishing and earning the respect of powerful brand evangelists, people that could be working with you, shouting about your brand from the mountaintop. So don't wait, okay? I wanna put a little bit of urgency into your step here and that you start to think about how you can humanize your brand now. You can't wait for two years to put that strategy together because social media is all about being human and being real and being relevant and being trustworthy and establishing thought leadership because of those things. You're not going to establish quote unquote thought leadership and influence, which is what so many people are trying to achieve and they shouldn't be focused on that. You're not going to establish that just because you put content out there. You're going to establish leadership in your market, in your community, in your niche by serving those people, by nurturing friendships, building relationships, all right? So let's talk about these 20 things and I'm gonna go through them kind of fast because they're not that difficult to understand and they're some of them are kind of common sense things, but it's things that I think as marketers, it's easy for people to forget because you put your marketing hat on and there's a lot of people that struggle with being human when they have that marketing hat on. It's like, it's hard for them to wear both hats. Okay. I'm supposed to be doing marketing or sales and I'm selling. So how can I talk like a human? Because I'm still used to talking like a sales robot. You know, do you want to buy from me? You know, here is my LinkedIn template email I'm sending you as soon as you connect with me. And why don't you want to buy from me? Okay. That's, those are the things we need to quit doing. So number one tip is that you need to start from the inside out. And one of my favorite quotes is from Clarissa Feltz at Lowe's Home Improvement. And they're one of our clients we've worked with. And uh, Clarissa works on internally at the internal social business side of things. And she says, social didn't transform our culture. It revealed it. Okay. I just love that quote. And your culture will shine however your people are feeling inside. Okay, so however they are feeling about your brand, your customers, your brand promise is going to shine on the outside. So if your employees hate your company, if your customers, your partners hate your company, that's going to be what shines on the outside. Okay, and it's not going to be pretty. So if it's stinky on the inside, it's going to be stinky once it goes out there. Now, that doesn't mean that you just ignore social uh, and that you can't deal with it because particularly if you are a brand of any size, it's likely that there's people already talking about your brand. So you need to make sure that you are dealing with the good and the bad and the ugly. And one of the things we always tell our clients when we start working with them around social business strategies is that if there are any skeletons in the closet, let's just get them out and deal with them. Let's throw them on the table and let's knock them, knock them to pieces because those things are going to come out no matter what. You can't hide them. All right. And number two is you also need to start from the outside in. So at the same time, you're focusing on your internal culture and building your social, social business from the 
the inside out, you also need to take a look from the view of your customer. So what do they see? Your audience, your community, your stakeholders, who are they? What do they need and want? What keeps them up at night? How can you help them achieve their goals? Where are they hanging out online? What conversations are they having? How can you have a relevant conversation with them that brings them the most value that you possibly can? Okay. Number three is think like a human. So focus on relationships and you need to get out of the old school thinking that only things like email blasts and traditional advertising in this one to many blasting, taking that fire hose and going, you know, here's my message. Everybody look at me and just thinking about eyeballs. You want to think hearts. So instead of just thinking about connecting and getting your content seen, you want your content to be understood. You want to think like a human. How can you connect with the heart of that person that's seeing it, that's reading it, that's listening to it? And if you think like a corporate engine or a cog in the wheel, you are going to have a really hard time connecting as a human being because relationships are the life raft to this sea of never ending change of technology. Because if you focus on the people and the the human beings that are in your community, that are in your Facebook group, that are following you on Twitter, if you focus on their needs and you get to know them as humans, guess what? When Facebook goes down, when Google Plus goes down, when that next network, if it ever comes along, comes to life and we all jump the Facebook ship and move to another community, guess what? They're all going to follow you there. And it's not going to be because you optimize the algorithm perfect on Facebook. It's going to be because you have been providing them tremendous value for the past five years, okay? Helping them achieve their goals. That's why they're going to follow you, okay? Number four, I love this one, have a personality. So knowing who you are, knowing who your brand is, knowing what is your brand promise? What is your brand architecture? Who do you want to be when you grow up? Who are you now? Who are your employees? What is that brand promise? Knowing who you are is key to having that brand personality. Because if you don't know what your brand personality is, then you better figure it out. You can't just go harp on your employees that they aren't living your brand promise and they're not tweeting right and they're not sounding right if they don't know what your company is all about. So who are you? What are you? Are you serious? Are you funny? Are you a combination of both? Are you helpful? What is the tone of those conversations? Okay, what is the tone of the educational material that you're providing? Social media is going to open up everything for everyone to see. So if you have one personality online and then you have another personality when I go to your store, I go through your drive-through, when I call customer service, it's going to be apparent. And guess what's going to happen? Somebody like me, if I have a really bad experience, sometimes I might tweet that out. And so if I go through a drive-thru and I get ripped off five times in a row through your drive-thru or at your restaurant, they can't seem to get service right. And the sole proprietor that owns that franchise can't seem to solve the problem in a year's time. Chances are I might go tweet to the corporate office with my 200,000 plus Twitter followers that follow me are going to see me go complain. Okay. So you need to make sure that your brand has that consistent personality. And there are some brands, I'm not going to mention any names right now, but there are some brands that have a very 
awesome personality online. However, when you go and you deal with them in real life, it's just not the same. So you want to make sure you nail any of these problems as early as you can and then make sure that you're optimizing that so that can be an asset for you later at a later time. Number five is simply show up. Okay. You need to be available regardless if you're communicating with your customers, with your partners, your audience online or offline simply be available. Don't set up the latest social network profile on Twitter, Instagram, you know, wherever you aren't now. Don't go set it up and then don't show up. Okay. So show up more than once a week or once a day. Show up and show your community that you care about them. And don't show up just to brag about yourself or show off the latest reward you have or how many followers you have now or who knows what you're bragging about. Show up with a goal to inspire and connect with your audience and with an underlying goal of helping them achieve their objectives. Because if you are proactive and you are responsive with the interest of your audience and fans at the heart of all, you are going to achieve your objectives and you are going to find it really easy for you to build that community and foster those relationships. I know we're getting deep into some content, but we need to hear a word from our sponsors who make this show possible. Take a listen and I'll be right back. Success in business and life is built on trust and relationships. According to Edelman's Trust Barometer, 41% of people think a company's employees rank higher in public trust than a firm's PR department, CEO, or founder. Empowering your employees to be the voice of your brand can help you more quickly earn trust and establish authority to ignite relationships with customers, partners, and your online audience to Zoom measurable business results. Our new partner, Everyone Social, makes it easy for employees to Zoom their personal brands and become trusted thought leaders by easily sharing relevant and engaging content with their audience while at the same time assisting their employers to achieve their marketing and business goals. Learn how to get started the right way in developing your own employee brand advocacy program by downloading a free white paper from Everyone Social at socialzoomfactor.com slash power up. Check it out, friends. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's social zoomfactor.com slash hostgator. Okay. Number six is make sure that you speak in your customer's language. Okay. 
bottom line here, delete the corporate mumbo jumbo speak and talk like a human. Figure out the words that your audience is using, your customers are using, talk to them in that language and make sure that it inspires them, it connects with them and it helps them. Number seven is stop the interruption marketing. Social media is not a broadcast entertainment. Your audience is going to see straight through you if you just show up and throw up. Okay, no showing up and throwing up. I want you to show up and inspire. Share information that brings your audience value, not just helps increase your blog traffic. You get more podcast listens, okay? You get more uh, whatever that K PI is that you're trying to get that helps only you, make sure you listen to episode 103 because I talked in detail about this, about a lot of the right questions that you should be asking because we cannot fake relevance, okay? you When you're only interrupting, you're not proving value and you are not relevant to your audience and they are going to turn you off. Number eight is simply invest in people. And this goes for both internal and external. So if you have people in your organization that don't understand social, they don't understand Facebook or how becoming a social business and adopting some of the social business methodologies and best practices relates to your organization or relates to their job, by all means, you need to educate them. So invest in an educational program for everybody from your top executives down to your lowest level employee that you have. Make sure that they understand what you're doing, why you're doing it, and how they can get on board. Okay. Check out uh, our social business strategy development white paper that you can download at socialzoomfactor.com slash social business plan. And it will help you put that plan together. And it also, I also have a podcast on the same topic. Number nine is put some thought behind how the corner office is going to get online. So these are your C-level executives. And I've done quite a bit of blogging and I have a few podcasts on this as well. How to get your CEO on Twitter. You know, how much time should your CEO be on Twitter? Put some thought into it and don't just throw them on Twitter. Don't just throw them on LinkedIn and say, oh, well, you're a C-executive, you know, just go set up your LinkedIn profile. Make sure that you understand the personality of that executive, what their objectives and goals are, and that you're helping them get online in a way that is going to help them, help them, you know, enhance their career, help them enhance their relationships, and help them build their own persona. And if you struggle with this, I encourage you to download. We have a worksheet, um, and it's good for everybody from an executive to, you know, a social media community manager. But I have a Twitter persona that can help you get started with this. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash Twitter persona. But make sure that your executives are each developing their own personas. It's not a one-size-fits-all fits all, and help them integrate things like their favorite sports, their favorite hobbies, you know, who are their favorite authors? What are the things that inspire them and, and empower them and help them understand that that's content that they can share because they don't have to share everything they ate for lunch, breakfast, and dinner, um, what they're doing with their kids every day of the week, but they can share some things about themselves that can organically attract the right people to them personally and to their brand as a, a brand leader within your organization. Number 10 is show us your community manager, your social community manager. So if you have a community manager 
or a team of these folks representing your brand, let us know who they are. Show us their faces, okay? Great way to humanize your brand. Tell us what their personal profiles are if they're online and they feel comfortable sharing that. The more that we can connect with these humans who are behind your social brand, the easier it's going to be for you to build relationships. Number 11 is encourage your audience to be human, okay? Because if you only speak in corporate speak, your audience is either going to turn you off or they're going to start speaking the same way to you. So that's why it's being human online has to start with you, okay? Because how many times have we seen brands that only speak in corporate talk? And when you look at their Facebook walls, you look at their Twitter conversations, even their Instagram, it's all about them. And it just makes you think blah, 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 blah. So because the brand isn't sharing uh, their human side, their community doesn't engage with them as humans either. So encourage your community, your audience to engage with you, to laugh, to be funny, to be sad if they're sad, to share what's going on in their life and to share opinions, even if they differ from yours. Because as humans, we're not always going to agree with one another, right? So we need to be open to other perspectives and ways at looking at things. Because I truly believe that the best leaders on the planet are the ones who never stop learning. So we always need to empower our audiences to be human and let them know we want to hear what they're thinking. Everything doesn't need to sound like me, like a robot, like we're a bunch of robots that all need to agree with Pam. I want to hear when you don't agree with me. I want to hear when we need to talk about something. It doesn't mean I'm insulting you. It doesn't mean you need to be insecure about that. There may be things we disagree about. Let's talk about it. And that's why we have Get Real Chat, our Twitter chat that meets every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We dig into all of these topics in detail. We have thick skin and we debate some of these topics in and out. So if you like to have those type of conversations, I encourage you to join us on Twitter at every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Number 12 is strike an emotional chord. Emotional brands are the brands that are rocking the social ecosystem today. Make me laugh, make me cry, make me mad, make me feel something, make me think different, be different, inspire me to do more, to be more, and to leverage you, your team, and your products and your services to do such. Okay, help me do those things better. The more that you connect with your audience, the better that you will be at understanding what emotional cords are going to work best for them. So if you don't know your audience, you're not going to be able to connect with them emotionally. And brand storytelling is a great way to do this because if you know your audience and you know their hot buttons, you know what matters to them, you can then weave in your own story with, with an organic attraction. They are going to be organically attracted to you. And I've done that with my personal brand and our agency brand. And it's purposeful, right? We share our ins and outs. I've been doing that for years and it attracts people to me organically. Not everybody loves me, of course, but the people that do, they love our brand a lot and they work with us very close. And we have many customers that come to us who have been following us for, you know, weeks, months, or years and say, finally, you know, I'm in a place now, my business is ready to work with you. We sit down, we do the contract if we're face-to-face, and our meetings usually start with a hug. 
right? So it may start with a tweet or a Facebook post or, you know, them subscribing to our email newsletter, uh, whatever it may be, listening to our podcast. But when we meet face-to-face, nine times out of 10, it starts with the hug. They usually say, forget the handshake, give me a hug. That's emotional connection. That is organic attraction, okay? Number 13 is be real. And take them on your journey as you grow and you learn because you can't fake it until you make it. And that's what I talked about in episode 103 is you need to be who you are today, not who you think you are going to be in 10 years from now. And I always say be who you want to be tomorrow, today, but make sure that that person is real because you are who you are today and you should be proud of it. Of course, we need to aspire to where we want to go. So you can't fake it till you make it. But let your audience know if you're just starting out with something, humble yourself, share your story, share your experience as you learn. Let your audience know if it's the first time you're getting on Twitter. Let them know if you've never been on a Twitter chat before. We love newbies that come onto our tweet chats, okay? Take the time to share your ups and your downs. Write about it, blog about it, podcast about it, do a Google Hangout, bring others that are new in, bring an expert in, and you will be amazed what will happen. Because when you take people on your journey, it's an easy way for you to do some brand storytelling and tell about who you are, tell about your journey. And then people will feel emotionally connected to you and emotionally invested in you. And when you get to the place where you are have achieving success, they will celebrate that success with you because they will know for a fact that they were part of a team that helped build you. They will feel personally invested in you and your brand. Number 14 is practice what you preach. If you preach quality over quantity all day long on Twitter, then by all means, do not tweet 24 hours a day, seven days a week with automated tweets that repeat every few hours and have the same typos in them. I have seen people do this and it's I it's pound fail, okay? Walk the walk, don't just talk the talk. Number 15 is develop an editorial calendar that leverages different types of content, different mediums, because every rock and brand online needs an editorial calendar because you need to keep it balanced. It's not just about having a schedule, okay, which is really helpful, by the way, and make sure that you're pumping out good content, not just noise. But when you develop an editorial calendar, there are many benefits and it's going to help you organize your thoughts. It's going to help you make sure that you know your audience. It's going to help you focus on value to your audience. It's going to help you understand what content you already have that you can leverage. And it's going to help you make sure you're providing value. So download our editorial calendar template. I have a podcast and I have a, it's a podcast tutorial that walks you through exactly how to use it. Download it at socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar. And in the email that you receive with the template, it'll point you directly to the podcast where you can uh, learn how to use it. So you must have a calendar. Don't skip that step, my friends. Number 16 is share photos and videos of your team being human. This is easy, okay? If you go out on an event, uh, you're in an industry event, take pictures and share them. If you're having a picnic for your company party, 
take photos and share them. Anything you're doing, just share it, okay? It doesn't have to always have your corporate logo in it. Uh, It can just be you out at a park. It can be you at a football game. It can be you um, having a team meeting. Whatever it is, share your ride, share your journey. Number 17 is don't let your influence scores determine how you engage. And one of the biggest mistakes, and this has gotten better over the years, but still one of the biggest mistakes I see some brands make is basing their engagement with humans on things like an influence score. Because you can download the Clout plugin, for example, on the Chrome browser. And when you look at Twitter, you can actually see what people's influence scores are. Now, I do not use any of those plugins because I like to engage authentically. And I found just, I think it's human nature. When I used to use those plugins, I found that it was human nature for me to want to reply to people faster if they had a higher influence score. So to me, it just made me, it made my mind cluttered. So do not prioritize if you're looking to build relationships, um, real relationships just on an influence score. Okay. And that's a whole other discussion that I don't have time to go into deep detail right now. I'll do a podcast on that soon. And I have done an entire series on influencer marketing. So I encourage you to check that out. I have influencer marketing in a nutshell. I have social influence in a nutshell. I have co-created content in a nutshell and several others. Number 18 is encourage your employees to be social. Okay. So you need to make sure you're encouraging them because as we talked about prior culture is going to beat out strategy. Okay. Your culture is everything. You can have the best strategy, the best plans in place, but if your employees and your customers hate your brand, you have problems. Okay. So encourage your employees to be social, but make sure that they are invested in your brand. Make sure that you are invested in them. And um, if you haven't started it, look at an employee advocacy program. Check out some of the content that we have around that, around how you can kick off that program to get your employees, you know, performing as brand advocates for your brand. Number 19 is look at developing a social media policy. And I can't tell you how important this is. Don't wait until you have a problem to develop your social media policy. And that's what so many brands do. They'll come to us. Oh my gosh, we had a nightmare episode happen on Saturday night at 10 o'clock because you know what? The problems are never going to happen on Monday morning at eight when everybody's around. It's going to be at 10 o'clock, 1 a.m. on a Saturday night and you're not going to know who's on first for what. Okay. Develop that strategy now, proactively manage that risk, make sure you know who's on first and how you're going to handle a crisis should it happen. And last but not least, tip 20 is have a plan. And you know me, I cannot develop any podcast, any blog post, any piece of content that's giving you any tips without telling you, you need to have a plan. And as I talked about in episode 103, failing to plan is planning to fail. Okay, so you need goals, you need objectives, and you need tactics to get there. Know who you are, how you are going to measure results, how you're going to connect with your audience, what are the key performance indicators that matter, what does success look like for you now, tomorrow, a year from now, three years from now. 
all right? And when it comes to being a human business, you can't just wing it. You need to have a plan. So that's, I think, one of the things that a lot of people confuse with brand humanization is they think, well, I'm being human, so I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to get out there. And, you know, the the quote I think that bugs me the most is just the whole be social or just engage. You know, the whole thing about social is just engaging. Yes, it's engaging, but guess what? Social media takes your greatest asset, which is time. It takes mind share. So you need to make sure that the time that you are spending online, you and your audience, most importantly, is getting the highest return that they possibly can from that time. You need to set a plan. Just getting online and engaging is not going to help you achieve your goals or help your audience and community achieve their goals. All right, so I hope that this content today has motivated you to better humanize your business. I hope that it inspires you to be more human online. I hope it inspires you to check out some of the other content and uh, resources that I had mentioned during this. Go check out socialzoomfactor.com slash 104. And we are going to be providing a ton more content on this area over the coming months and years as we always do. I'm always producing content around brand humanization. So if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to dig into my blog, dig into my other podcasts. I've been writing about this stuff for years. I was doing it back 15, 20 years ago when I started my corporate career. So it's not rocket science, people. This isn't something that is brand new that Facebook invented. As humans, we have always been connecting as humans. It's it's natural. It's organic. And so don't let the technology of Facebook, of Twitter, of LinkedIn and Instagram, don't let the tools and technology muddy your vision and muddy your heart. Focus on real connection with real people and you can't go wrong. So I hope that you have an amazing week, an amazing uh, year in 2015. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.